Hey guys, welcome back to the Push Podcast. I'm here today with Cecilia, um, and she's here to share with us a little bit more about review, um, especially as it relates to the exam over the course of the year. Um, so Cecilia, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Ooh, okay. Um, hi, I'm Cecilia Glenn. Um, I'm a senior in high school. I'm 18. Just finished all my college applications. Very excited about that. Um, I have three sisters. I like warm weather. Really don't like the cold right now. Um, and yeah, I ride horses. I do Irish Shep. Yeah, that's a little rundown on me. <laughs> awesome. Okay, so where are you thinking? Where did you apply? Where do you want to go to college? I applied to five schools. Um, I applied to Notre Dame, the University of North Carolina, Wake Forest, um, Hillsdale. Actually, I just got an email that my decision came out. So I should not have checked that right before. Because <laughs> I don't know what it is. And I'm like, oh, kind of worried. Um, and then the Catholic University of America, too. Um, okay, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I have three older siblings who all went to Hillsdale. Um, and oh, they my loved gosh. It there. Yeah. No way. <laughs> yeah, so it's really competitive and everything. But if, if you get in, I know you're going to love it. Um, and yeah, I'm actually looking at Catholic U as well. So that's really exciting. But okay, so sweet. Let's jump right into history then. Um, and this is your second year TAing, right? Correct. Okay. So you have a little bit more knowledge experience on how the whole flow goes. Um, yeah. Okay. Yes. <laughs> we'll take it. <laughs> um, so the main question I had for you was, I want to know more of just like your general experience when it came to reviewing for the exam when you were taking a push and then how you've seen other people succeed doing that. Sure. Yeah. So I think the biggest thing I remember is kind of freaking out about the exam. I think most people do who want to do well. Um, so I think the biggest piece of advice I have is don't let perfection be the enemy of the good. Because when I started looking online for how I should review for the exam, there are so many options. And it's like, oh, are you a visual learner? Are you an auditory learner? All that, like it matters a little bit, but I find just just sitting down with your material, you just have to do that. You know, don't let having the perfect study plan get in the way of actually just sitting down and reviewing. Um, with that being said, some things that helped me with review were the Heimler's history videos, which I know everyone's watching this year too. Um, I wrote notes on those and I would just review my notes a couple times a day. Um, and I know a lot of people say that's like passive learning when you just review your notes, but for me, I just found that helped. So just do what works for you. Um, if reviewing your notes works, that's good. Um, and so what I would do is I'd watch the Heimler's history videos and then I would divide my notes by like subtopic and a push. So like social like processes, political events, I would like for period one, I'd write down all the social things I could remember from that time period. So that way, when I come closer to the exam, if I was like, oh gosh, I'm really not remembering any, you know, political movements from the 1800s, I could go straight to where I had written down the notes for that. And I kind of had my little succinct study plan ready to go. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's, that's one thing that helped me. I, I have a lot more if you want me to go into detail. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um... That's interesting. So when you took notes, did you find that you took notes based on the textbook, based on the other lectures? I don't know. It's interesting. I always like to like hear yeah. about this because for me, I didn't, I barely took any notes at all, like the entire course of the year. <laughs> it was really bad. It was really bad. But that was because I felt like when I was watching those videos, like I just had such a grasp on the concepts. You know what I mean? And oh, good for you. Of, that, was, <laughs> no, that, was, that was shooting myself in the foot, right? When it came to reviewing um, oh, because sure. I was left with nothing to, to work with, right? Mm-hmm. I took notes on 
like everything, um, especially the Heimler's history videos. We didn't have a textbook the year I was in A-Push. We had these essays from the Gilder Lerman Institute and then a review book called, I actually have it with me. It's Larry Krieger's um, A-Push, APUS History, A Strategic Guide. And that was kind of like, I used that as my textbook and it was very helpful. It's very succinct. It has all the information you need. Um, I know I've said this a lot before, but I actually was studying that book the morning of the exam and I used some of the information in it on the exam. So um, I took notes, a lot of notes on that and the Heimler's history videos. Um, mm -hmm. And I, would, I wouldn't get down into like the nitty gritty details. In my notes, I'd write down like the causes of events and especially the impacts. I feel like A-Push really cares about the impacts of people and events and laws. So I tried to really focus on that. I would definitely agree on that. I know the, I think it was the LAQ prompt last year. Um, it was on that, like the entire premise of the prompt was what caused this impact, right? So it was like, oh, what yeah. caused migration, you know, between the world wars or something like that. I don't remember the exact prompt, but it was something like that. So I think that's, that's really important too, the cause and effect thing. So I like that a lot. Um, this is more of a general question for you, but what is like your favorite part of the exam? What was your least favorite part and why? Oh man, I've got to go back in the brain. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, my favorite part of the exam was probably how easy the MCQs were. I was mm. blown away. I, I sometimes like reread questions because I was like, is this really that simple? Like, am I missing something? So that was a nice surprise. Um, and my least favorite part is probably the DBQs. I just never, I never really liked them. Um, they were a little hard for me. And then when I finally got the hang of them, I just didn't like how you were so constricted by the documents. I like the LAQs when you can kind of make your own argument, say your own story. Um, so it all, the, the exam went well, but if I had to pick like something that I didn't like as much, it'd probably be the DBQ. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> that's funny that I say that though, because when my exam, the, the multiple choice questions that really got to me, like I, <laughs> I was really weak on those. So I, and maybe they just changed them up. I don't know exactly what the exam looked like. Um, mm -hmm. But I remember thinking like, this is not like none of this felt structured in facts and details, right? I was expecting, I guess this was mostly expectation, but I was expecting questions, you know, like what two groups fought in the war of 1812 or something like that. You know what I mean? Oh, sure. not, I didn't find those kind of questions on the exam. And so I think I was, I was less mentally prepared than I was actually prepared as far as my knowledge. Cause I knew, I knew the answers, but it was just like, I wasn't preparing to answer that kind of question. So yeah, I think and that's I, definitely, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Going along with that, when I did the, um, multiple choice questions think think it throughs throughout the year I was not good at those like I'd usually get two or three wrong but on the exam I well I guess I don't know how many MCQs I got right but I mean I got a five so I think I did like <laughs> them yeah. correctly. um so I'd say especially if you are like freaking out about the MCQs or feel like that's not your strong suit even if you're getting them wrong you're still learning the information um and so you can still do well on the MCQ section even if you're not doing well in the class MCQs, if that makes sense. Because I feel like the exams a lot of time are different from what you learn in the AP classes. Um, mm -hmm. Just like the structure, they always seem to be more watered down, at least yeah. in my experience. I think that's definitely been my experience too. Um, this past year, I took the AP Lang exam mm -hmm. and I was expecting it to be like super hard. Like I was going to be crawling my way to a three and it was like, oh, this is super easy. And I ended up with a five. You yeah. know what I mean? And it's, it's, um, you know, that wasn't the case for a push. Like I was expecting something that was going to be a little bit more nitty gritty, a little bit more detail oriented. And it was really broad. The whole thing was very broad. 
And it was, you know, it was almost like there's 20 different ways to answer this question, especially on the, the essay questions and the short answer questions. It was like, you could have picked any number of different things and it would have worked as long as you would have done yeah. it well, you could have done anything. <laughs> Just make <laughs> an really argument. Fun. You'll be good. Have that thesis yeah. statement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. So what, what do you think was the most impactful thing for you over the course of the year as far as prep, like PSDs, MCQ, what do you think was like the best thing that you did? I think... Do you want like content, like th something that I did or like a technique or like a mindset? Because I have kind of... both. Do both. Okay. So yeah. in my mind, I knew I really wanted to get a good score on the exam. So I knew that consistency was key. Like I knew I had to keep reviewing. I couldn't just start a month before the exam and expect everything to fall in place. So um, I would just, when I was thinking, oh, what should I review in A-plus? I just thought, well, you just have to review something because you have to just keep keep reviewing. But with that being said, you don't want to waste your time reviewing stuff that's not going to help you on the exam. So something that helped me um, was reviewing the PSDAs. I found those were especially helpful because Mrs. Richmond has you do PSDAs on topics that come up on the exam a lot. And so if you're studying what co comes up on the exam most frequently, well, that's just efficient use of your time. I think that's smart. Mm -hmm. So I found those helpful. I wasn't expecting that. But at the end of the year, I was realizing, oh, I'm reviewing a lot of the PSDAs and they're super helpful. Yeah. <laughs> oh, another thing um, are bonus links. A lot of times during the year, I couldn't do all the bonus links, like in the answer keys for the multiple choice questions. So come the exam, I would review by reading some of the um, extra bonus links I didn't get to earlier in the year. Yeah, that's, that's really good. <laughs> I like what you said, though, about even though you can take it too far, I like the idea of like just reviewing something. Because yeah. I think one of the things that really hurt me in the exam was not having sort of like the like the, the big picture timeline, if you know what I mean. Like yeah. if, if it said on the exam, like blah, 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 1830s, I would have like no idea of what, what did the 1830s mean, right? But if you, you know, if you ask me a question about say the industrial revolution, like I could answer that because I knew about like that period. Mm -hmm. So I think that was, I think the PSDAs, I think, are also really helpful for that because it gives you that sort of like, this is a big moment from this time period. It helps you kind of build yeah. that timeline. Mm -hmm. And that's another um, place where writing down, like, if you watch the Heimler's history videos, writing down the notes per unit can really help because when you're re reviewing unit three, you remember, oh, I remember from this unit that, like, I don't know, is that the Revolutionary War? I'm not even sure what unit. I don't remember. <laughs> it's like, you know, reviewing by unit helps you remember, like, what's in each unit, which can help mm -hmm. when you get, like, 1830s, you're not like, oh, shoot, what was in the 1830s? <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Um, darn, I had another question. I can't remember what it was. Oh, yeah. Um, as far as, like, review techniques or review time, how much time do you think you actually spent reviewing? Versus how much time do you think you should have spent, like, not enough, too much, that sort of thing? I think I definitely spent too much time. It was in my sophomore year of high school, and I was really worried about doing well on my in my classes, which I think, you know, everyone should care, but maybe not mm -hmm. be excessively worried about it. Um, so I would spend, I don't know, two, like three hours a day when I got close to the exam. I spent a lot of time, which... In hindsight, I don't think I needed to spend that much time. Um, I think you can get, if you start, it depends on when you start studying. If you start studying really close to the exam, you do have to spend more time. Um, but I'd say if you start you know, like now in January, if you do 
like half an hour a day, you'll be just fine by the time the exam comes. Um, I say just keep a healthy perspective on it. Like if you want to do well on an exam, it's going to take a lot of hard work. You're going to have to study things that you don't want to. But if you just do a little bit each day, um, you don't have to do two hours, three hours. You don't have to be crazy like I was because I do not recommend that. I was not in a good <laughs> mental space then. Yeah, yeah. Um... I'm curious, did you ever go into like AP Classroom and watch those videos they had posted there? Oh, um, I did. I tried them out, um, but I found they were really not helpful. Um, I felt like they just kind of, the teachers would read the slide and they wouldn't add any extra context. Mm -hmm. So sometimes if there was a specific thing I really had questions about, like um, Marbury versus Madison, I remember the legal doctrines in that I was kind of confused by. So the videos did help for specific concepts like that, but I honestly just felt like I was listening to a really bland lecture. So I preferred Heimler's history. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I, I think I would mostly agree with that. But the, I know the ones that really helped me were the ones which t covered, like, the different types of the exam. So, like, there was, like, little workshops, oh, like, on the SAQ or, like, on the DBQ. Sure. I thought those were really helpful because they did make it very formulaic. And that's very reassuring when you're going to the exam and that timed mindset with, like, that, you know, high adrenaline situation where it's, like, you know what you're going to do prior to doing it. So I definitely recommend those for when I was reviewing. Those were really helpful, especially close know. to the exam. I don't know if they had those when I was doing a push because it was like yeah, the first have. year AP classroom was kind of used and so mm -hmm. I don't remember seeing anyone's about the structure of the exam but that'd be so helpful now <laughs> I'd love to yeah yeah, yeah. So I definitely recommend those um the MCQs okay, so... on the college board are helpful um because mm -hmm. they those are exactly what the exam will be like so I definitely recommend doing those mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um I cannot keep a thought in my head today. Oh, I was going <laughs> to ask you, um, what what did you do like leading up, I don't know, two weeks before the exam? Did you did you find yourself doing anything differently? Do you think it was like the same? Um, I'd say it was about the same. Um, I just continued with those like review with my notes, basically. I mm -hmm. would um, I discovered Heimler's history just a couple weeks before the exam and he has like all the units of a push so basically and up until like a week before the exam i was going through all of his videos and taking those notes and then reviewing them throughout the day so um i'd say i didn't change very much in how i studied leading up to the exam like the a month before the exam but i did just consistently do the same thing i just reviewed and reviewed my notes <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah that's yeah that's good um i think for me <laughs> And I think it was like a month around before the exam. And I was like, oh, wait, I remember literally nothing from me to three. <laughs> yeah. But I had like this panic. Um, and I think that's definitely something that's easy to do is to have that freak out panic feeling. And maybe that motivates you to do better. But for me, that was not motivating <laughs> at all. Like it was like paralyzing. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, but I think you touched on a good point there. Like if you you don't you want to study smart smartly smartly i'm not sure if that's proper <laughs> i'm not here not your uh, t ta for english a yeah. Um, yeah yeah but i think if you kind of figure out what units you struggle the most in and spend your most of your effort on those that's also a smarter more efficient way to study and not burn out kind of like if you're weak at unit three like you said like spending more time in that than like you know unit seven or whatever you're currently studying is also a smart idea mm -hmm. yeah I also recommend too something that I thought was it was interesting because like going obviously going into a push we all have like some history knowledge like we know what the Revolutionary War was and all that kind of stuff 
but then there was like these sort of gaps where like I didn't have before a push like westward expansion like I knew some about it but it wasn't like the detail of a push so I think it's definitely important to to go through for yourself and kind of find where you have those gaps in your prior knowledge because I know that that affects like how you see the period I don't mm-hmm. know if that makes any sense but no it does when you when you ask a question when there's a question on the exam you're like oh I don't know anything about this period and then you kind of like you know, like you've already not, you've already given up. <laughs> so yeah. it's important to kind of, it's important to find your own gaps and fill those in for sure. So, mm-hmm. okay. Um, I'm also curious as far as like the differences between audio visual, where did you find yourself learning more? Or do you think it was like, I'm a visual learner, but I still think, or I'm a, I'm a, you know, I'm a reader, but I still think Heimler is really helpful. Yeah, you know, that's something I'm still trying to figure out is, like, what kind of a learner am I in the best, like, most efficient way to review? Um, I'd say in A-Push, I was definitely more of a visual person. I liked, I watched the Bio of America videos. I didn't do great courses. Um, I really liked Heimler's history videos because sometimes seeing photos of events made the information about them, like, stick in my head longer. Um, and so, yeah, I'd say visual. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. I think no, no matter what kind of learner you are, Heimler's is the best. Yeah. <laughs> it's Honestly, just really good. He does, he does speak quickly. Sometimes I'd have to like rewatch a video, especially if I was taking notes. I would always pause it. It'd take me like mm-hmm. hours to get through like three videos, but you know, it worked out in the end. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, did you see that Heimler's has like the how to write a DBQ videos too? Yes. I thought those were great as well. Yes, they are so especially, helpful. Yeah. As an exam reader. So definitely go check those out too, because he reads exams and Mm-hmm. He has all of the tips and tricks. <laughs> yeah. Um, another thing that helped me, but there were a couple students in my class who were just phenomenal um, essay writers. Like they were getting top scores at the beginning of the year on their essays. So something I would do would I would go back and uh, like read their essays and kind of see just the structure. I paid attention to the content for review purposes, but mm-hmm. I just kind of saw how they set up their essays. And then when I went to go practice essays, I tried to implement whatever techniques I saw um, them using. And yeah. that seemed to help a lot um, with the just getting comfortable with the essays. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so now that we've moved like into the second semester, is there anything that you would say to the fact that we're like in the second half of the year and like moving towards the exam? Because I think, wait, February, March, April. Okay, so it's like four months till the exam, mm-hmm. right? Is there anything that, that they should be doing as far as review, um, or like even, you know, kind of shifting learning. Because when you look at it, the exam is weighted really heavily towards the newer stuff. Yeah. Versus the older stuff. Mm-hmm. So anything that you have for that? I'd say um, take a diagnostic MCQ test, either through AP Classroom, a review book, um, the released exams. Just sit down, even if you don't you know, know all the content yet, and just like do the exam and then grade it. And for the concepts that you have already learned and that time periods you've already covered but you still get questions wrong for kind of tally them like you know like period one two three four you know however far you are and then just count how many questions you got wrong from each unit and then um, go back to those units that you got the most questions wrong in and review that Um, at this point in the year I would start making a plan just kind of rough outline of where you want to be like come March and April so just like starting with some light review, kind of like I was saying earlier, like half an hour, you know, I mean, I know the MCQ is going to take longer than that. But after you've done that um, past exam, it takes, you can kind of divvy up the amount of time you spend. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. Well, thank you so much, Cecilia. Yeah, it was, hey, really it was fun. I've never been yeah, on a podcast you. before. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've never actually like done one before, so it's been a real learning experience for me too. But it's been really fun. So yeah, I'm so thanks grateful for to have you on. on the show. It was fun. <laughs> yeah, of course. All right, um, keep pushing forward, guys. Have a great Wikini push. Welcome back from break. Um, and yeah, here's to a great second semester. Yay! Bye now. <laughs>